is the PSBS, the Playstation uh, Bull Session Podcast. This is episode 7, and uh, we're not late, because it's still Thursday, but normally we record on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, we did put out two episodes this past week, so uh, we're still we're still, we're still still ahead of the curve for what we normally do. One so on the Order 1886. And- yes, mm-hmm. one. Yeah, one of the original six, which you can check out. We did that this past weekend. We did a whole podcast on the Order Order eighteen eighty six. So it's a whole hour long discussion on how we feel about that game and all that. So the you future, check that out. yeah, not the order. Future of the order, mm-hmm. yeah. So check that out. Uh, but right now you're listening to the seventh episode of the regular podcast, and I'm your host, Coty PSN Body Boys, and my co-host here is Andrew Arenas Devils. Yes. And uh, we got some news, some news this week. Um, and because we delayed our recording to Thursday, uh, we do actually have some new news to go over mm-hmm. that we couldn't have gone over yesterday. So at least we got some good stuff out of it. Um, Exciting. Yes, new, new stuff. Um, one thing that got announced last night that we should probably go over first just because it's kind of, you know, it's, it's important. It's always good to go over. Um, the new... Update got detailed last night. Two point five. Mm-hmm. You can currently check out the whole list of features of the blog post, but we'll go over all of them. They're all pretty important. Yeah, I guess good stuff there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's uh, two point five. Uh, there's no release date yet, but they say coming soon. You know, it's in beta right now. We can assume but maybe next week, but uh, who knows? Maybe. Knowing Sony, it, it could be at the end of the month. Probably the end of the month. Mm-hmm. But um, it adds some new stuff. It adds. Uh, was that I know it adds like searching for friends through Facebook, mm-hmm. it adds upload to Daily Motion, and adds, we uh, also have a very important feature for remote play and share play for wow. um, 60 FPS uh, playability oh, yeah. um, or 30 FPS with those or that 30. maybe don't have the best connection out there. So it makes share play a little bit more accessible to people because I know a lot mm-hmm. of people use it, and including ourselves, we use it too. So um, it's very important. Very excited for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Oh, what else? Um, probably uh, one of the bigger have... features that was touted on the PS4 since it was revealed that we would be able to put our games on standby and then go back to oh, where yeah. we left mm-hmm. off. Similar to like on the Vita, you just put it to sleep and then go back to where you were instantly, which is yes, great so for that. whenever you're in a situation where maybe you can't save a game or you don't want to fully quit out of it and you have to maybe step mm-hmm. away from the PlayStation 4 for a certain period of time before you can get back in. This is this is just great. I'm, I'm, <laughs> that's probably the feature I'm most excited for, um, but I'm sure one that a lot of other people are going to be excited for is also the feature to delete your trophies that are zero percent. Yeah. Um. So then the trophy clutter can be gone. Um. Mm-hmm. I might Less I might do it or might not. I'm not really sure yet. I mean, it'll be great to have all the trophy clutter gone, but um, usually yeah. what my trophies list is. I just, whatever games I have around in that area are ones that I earn and I try and go for in the first place. So usually the zero percents, they go down more and more. But <laughs> yeah, the list can yeah. go on as they add up. Yeah, I don't really, um, yeah, I don't really think I have too many. I know I do have some zeros, but I don't think I have that many. I have quite a bit of zeros because like they're plus games I played and then I'm just like, nah, I don't oh, want to yeah. play it. And then, or, or wait, or people, those people who maybe tried the PlayStation Now trial. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people have zeros there because, like, I don't know, there's some crappy games on there that I didn't even want to play. And I'm just stuck with having uh, Trophy Hunter or whatever it's called. Uh, no, wait, mm-hmm. uh, it's like a hunting game, and that's stuck at 0%. Sniper Elite, all these other games I didn't even bother with. So I might, yeah. might maybe I might end up deleting those just like to, for it to get out of the way. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And um, yeah. I, I do also like that you can sort your trophies, they still be more options. Mm-hmm. Um, I think too they because uh, the the lead developer or whatever did like a question question answer thing afterwards online, and like people were asking like some things like oh can you stack the can you like list the trophies chronologically and I'll, and it's like he's like yeah I'm pretty sure you can That's in this good. update so you can like I guess how you like in the order you got them I mm-hmm. guess. Oh, so that's good. Um, another thing too, this update adds that is weird. They didn't really detail it out, but it is there. Is um, custom control, custom control mapping. Oh, that's right. Something that's been on the Xbox One for a while, but now PS4 is just getting it. Yeah. Yeah. So you can map map your controls around to whatever kind of config- configuration you want. Uh-huh. So that's pretty cool. Good for fighting games, people say, and for the disabled. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's cool. That's there. Options. Mm-hmm. Options are always good. Um, but we're still looking for for right now. Even though it'll probably come later, we're still looking for Spotify and whatever video um, service that Sony's going to put out right now. Yeah. yeah, we're still waiting on those, unfortunately. But yeah, that will come later. Yeah, it's supposed to be at the end of the month originally. I think they said March. I believe in that Spotify uh, PlayStation blog post. They did say March. Um, and that so definitely has is. to be a software update because it's removing a mm. removing an app. Well, maybe. Well, maybe since this update probably won't be till the end of the month, maybe it is part of the update. They didn't detail it yet. Maybe that could be like a whole separate post they can do. Like here's Spotify, and here's how it works. Because um, sort of thing. usually when you download these patches, they do have the patch notes there. So I'll definitely keep an eye on that before I yeah. start downloading. So maybe it might end up being there. Maybe it's just a general overview. Because with big updates like this, there can actually be little things in there that you actually don't quite expect there to be. Like also in this mm-hmm. update, there's like little things like such as like. Um, changing of the text and making it bold. And I really thought um, changing the text size is very important, especially with those people that have smaller TVs that really probably can't read the text on the UI on PS4. So the ability to enlarge it, that's really important. Um, I think there's maybe even some stuff they might change to the keyboard. You know, it could be a little stuff like that or even how menus are, the way they look. So, yeah, I expect maybe some of those changes too. Um it's the same thing with like any operating system that gets updates. You don't know if what's going to change. Yeah. And we also hope that's our stability fixes as well. Can never forget it. Of course. Gotta have that stability. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, that's there. We'll see. Um, that should be the end of the month. So we'll see. Um, let's see. And like I said, since we're um, recording on Thursday night, we did get to add some news that got announced today. So there actually a lot of stuff got announced today. Yeah, there um, were quite a lot thing. of announcements. A lot not PlayStation yeah. related, but we won't go over those. But the, yeah, there's still a lot still on PlayStation front. Yeah, there's still some PlayStation related announcements. Like um, announced this morning, um, Titanfall 2 mm-hmm. was confirmed to be in development and confirmed for multi-platform release. Oh so it'll goodness, be on Xbox One, PC, <laughs> and, PS- yeah, and PS4. That's good. So... I mean, considering Titanfall just came out this year, it's you know it's, it's probably going to be a while before we see Titanfall two. Yeah, that game's far. I mean, you know? we might maybe see something at E three about it, but <laughs> don't expect it this year. I'd be really yeah, surprised because, I mean, if it's this year, or else EA's looking at another know, annualized franchise here. 
well, it can't be this year. But Titanfall One still came out this year. <laughs> well, Titanfall One came out last year. No, it came out the beginning. Of, oh no, wait, I forget where we're at. Yeah, it came out the beginning of twenty fourteen. Yeah, like in March. Out. Yeah, March twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're in March twenty fourteen. That was for, yeah, yeah. It was just maybe what you got mixed up was is that the Xbox sixty version of Titanfall came out a lot later. That's probably what it mm-hmm. was. So. That's what I'm thinking of. Um, yeah, so basically just adding one more platform here. It doesn't seem like there's going to be an Xbox 360 version of Titanfall 2 and all, so yeah. that's good. I don't know. That's, it's, that's good. Um, yeah. I, mean, we'll, I mean, we'll have to see. I, I didn't really get much experience with Titanfall, so I'm not really going to give an opinion yeah, on the first game, so it's not fair. But um, we'll see. I'm, I'm sure people are expecting a lot from the sequel. We'll have to see how it improves from the first. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be a little while before we see Timefall Two because I think they're really going to they're spent they're going to spend a lot of time on it, a lot of time, and I think they're going to kind of like almost completely rehaul it, you know? Ooh, um, possibly. Because, I mean, because I mean, like I said, I haven't played Titanfall and you haven't played much of it, so I don't really know too much about it. So I don't want to say too much about it, from, but basically, what I hear is that it's a good foundation. You know, you always hear that about these first <laughs> games. It's like a good foundation of but something. It, I think maybe the biggest one. Not speaking for the quality game, that just post-release, uh, EA and Respawn Entertainment did a really poor job in communication with the community post-game release, you know, kind of maybe updating it and then kind of seeing, to keep people on it, I'm really saying, because yeah. you have so much competition nowadays, uh, Call of Duty, Far Cry, Battlefield, just a lot of shooters on PS4 already, so like you need... Yeah, you need your game to have like support post release, not just with like maps, but just like constant communication with your community, which is really important. Because mm-hmm. say what you will about Call of Duty or even Battlefield, but um, they're experts at doing that, basically, especially with their Twitter and Facebook and every just everything they do. So, but I didn't really see yeah. any of that for. I follow Respawn Entertainment on Twitter even before Tidal. Titanfall came out, and I didn't, I didn't get that like communication. And ironically, those were ex Call of Duty devs, so I don't understand how they didn't really get that that nailed down. When in Modern Warfare Two and Modern Warfare One, they they nailed that to the T. That's what made those games so popular and, and like had a lasting appeal. But Titanfall yeah. had its really short. So I I just hope when Titanfall Two comes out, that gets improved, and just hopefully there's no crutches for this game, whether it be microtransactions or stuff getting cut from the game. I just hope nothing like that happens. So they need, I mean, Respawn Entertainment's a really talented developer. I know they could do really good. So we'll just have to see what happens. Um, I'm sure something yeah. will appear on E3. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, because I mean they know they know the landscape of online gaming is yes. changing, and they need to kind they of need... find a way that 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 works. It just bothered me a little bit. Yeah, they, they had experience with Call of Duty. I just don't understand why they kind of maybe stumbled with this, honestly. I mean, they're experienced, but I mean, it's their first game. As far as first games go, it's it's, it's good. It just needs it, it needs improvement on a yeah. lot of fronts, it seems like. So we'll have to see. That's why, that's why I totally agree with you. We're definitely not going to see this game for a while. Yeah. Just an announcement of it. At least you know it exists. Enough of the teasing. <laughs> yeah, plus with plus with the announcement that it is multi-platform, that does kind of show that they are going for a larger scale. And by going for a large scale, you need you know it's, a wider audience mm-hmm. and, to, to you know back that up, back up the budget. Yeah, especially like sell more copies. Yeah, uh-huh. especially when you're going PC, um, Xbox One, and PS4, you you kind of communicate with each one of those communities on each platform. So that also mm-hmm. helps, especially on PlayStation, um, since. 
PlayStation's a, a good community. Xbox is is as well. But um, I think like when you have resources like the PlayStation blog or just you know Sony in general will also kind of help with advertising um, pre and post game release with uh, DLC and patch notes and all that stuff. So that'll help um, gain more um, publicity. So then it won't be like a console mm-hmm. exclusive because I guess since you know that well, who knows? The Titanfall two will have a campaign that's left up to debate, but. Um, you know, Titanfall 1 didn't have a campaign. It was also just, it was console exclusive, but granted it was on PC also. So in a way, maybe that kind of hurt it. But now that's on PS4, wider audience. Um, more enticing since PS4 has been selling very well. So yeah. uh, I'm sure Titanfall 2 will probably sell a lot of copies. Yeah. Because I'll definitely be so checking me- it out for sure. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, like, like, like I'm interested in the yeah. first one. Like I, when I saw the commercial, I'm like, oh, this looks cool. Mm-hmm. But you know, obviously, I don't have an Xbox. I couldn't play it. But it, I did. Look, I did like what I saw. It. Or a PC like, like her own it. <laughs> oh yeah, or PC. <laughs> I do. I do like. I like the look of it. Like I love the mech combat. Like the way it looked really smart. The way they kind of designed it, where you can be in the mech, out the mech, and just the animations of you getting in the mech and the ejection seat. It just. It, 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 yeah, it really, really interests me. But uh, so I mean, it's good to see at least the sequel will improve upon it, and then it'll be available. Yes, we get so, the improved version. Just kidding. But yeah. we we uh, we we'll, we'll wait, and then. I don't know. We don't see this really happen too often. I don't really remember, really remember too many games of the first. And then, well, I mean, Mass Effect, but eventually you got the first yeah. Mass Effect later down the road. But I don't see us getting yeah. the first Titanfall. It doesn't oh, really yeah. seem any Titanfall. benefit. It doesn't seem beneficial <laughs> to bring the first one at all at PS4. Yeah. Really. Titanfall 1 is going to be like the entire first game will be like an add-on pack for the second one. I don't know. Maybe depending like, on maybe how the first maps, the the maps were received in the first game, maybe you might see the Titanfall 1 maps in Titanfall 2. Who knows? Yeah. Never know. Yeah. And I mean, at least since it is a multiplayer-only game, it's not like you can be like, oh, I missed the story of the first one, so you don't feel weird jumping into the second yeah, one. Yeah, I don't really feel know? like that big of a deal. I'm not really sure about the, like, the lore in that game. That's really going yeah. really to draw you in. I'm pretty sure it's you just going to be like, playing with your buds. Yeah, it wasn't like with Mass Effect where it was like, oh, the big thing was, oh, you didn't play the first one, you know, because it was just the second one the third one. Well, then they had like a solution with the comic. Yeah, thing. they did, but... I mean, before they announced the solution, it was kind of like, well, what are we going to do? You know? I don't know. <laughs> the motion comic for Tidefall is you shoot some people. A lot yes. of death matches happen. <laughs> like, you yes, rage a just, lot. Yes. Rage a lot. Just this motion comic. Some cute shooting people. And like, there you go. I just, uh, there you go. You're all caught up. Mm-hmm. There's more mechs. All right. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Speaking of online shooters, though, mm-hmm. um, well, someone kind of, yeah, it's a shoot, I guess. Um, the, also, this morning, Evolve announced two new free maps are coming. Um, at they're coming at the end of this month, March thirty first, on Xbox One, but PC and PS Four is not getting it until April thirtieth. Yeah, <laughs> what's the wait? Xbox One is getting it like next week. You said or. Yeah, they're getting it the thirty first, thirty first of March. Oh, so the, and then in April we have to wait. Yeah, April thirtieth is when PS4 and PC gets the, the the new map. What's the deal with that? They they have like an exclusive exclusivity yeah. deal. Evolve, really? Yep. Ugh. Yeah, Microsoft has one because the game was promoted on Xbox, and they said at E3 that e, that Evolve they said first beta access would be on Xbox, which that happened, and then they said DLC would come out first on Xbox. Ugh. 
Yeah. I mean, Call of Duty is one thing, but they've all really... I mean, then they're free maps. It's not like you're getting money off of it, you know? Like, it's like selling know. maps. I don't know. Maybe you just want to sell more copies on the Xbox One. I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, I don't... Call of Duty is one thing, but this is just silly. I don't understand yeah. what the benefits were I mean, here. This... Yeah, this sucks because I mean I want new maps for all. Yeah, you know? <laughs> you want, I, want I mean there's only twelve in the main game, right? Yeah, but these I know, but it's always nice to have new ones and free. They're free, so I know people will be playing them. I'll be able to actually get to them on like uh, God, what hmm. game was it? Bioshock Two. Bioshock Two was a game where like no one bought the DLC for that. So like if you did buy the map packs, you were not going to play them because no one had them. So like you weren't. You're you're going to be very lucky if you got thrown into a match where. Everybody had the DLC maps you can play. Yeah. I think it was a great thing that um, both this, and we'll probably touch on uh, GTA Heist in a little bit, but the great thing about those two games, I guess, they don't want to separate the player base at all. Yeah. Um, Because what Call of Duty does really poorly right now, what they have been doing poorly for like the past maybe four games, is that uh, by having this paid DLC every few months and the maps um those maps add up and the, by the time you get to like the last map pack you have just as many maps in the dlc as there is in the game and it really separates the player base a lot so you don't know if someone has like map pack one or map pack three or map pack one and three so the way you kind of search for games is really convoluted in that you maybe only get to play maps from like your first map pack and you don't get to play your maps from your third map pack it's just really confusing so it's great to see like companies like 2K and Rockstar, they just put out the DLC for free and just have it in a forced update that ha- that makes everybody have it. Yeah. Um, I know Last of Us, um, I guess, had paid DLC as well, but it also had a... Um, uh, on the PS3 version, I should really say, but it ended up getting free maps as well, the Last of Us multiplayer. But um i would even predict maybe in last of us 2 maybe they'll just maybe have remaps but i don't know they really haven't been doing that i doubt like in uncharted 4 you're gonna get like free maps probably yeah. talk about uncharted 4 later too but yeah um <laughs> i don't know mm-hmm. um yeah. yeah i mean this, i mean yeah like i said it just sucks because these are free maps and they got wait a whole month just to get them and i mean and it sucks too because like this is going to happen again with dragon age like they haven't discussed any <laughs> dlc yet but microsoft already said that they do have a exclusive deal with dragon age where DLC and will be first on, on Xbox. Granted, I know Dragon Age is a very long game, and I can already tell a lot of people have been probably beating it already. I wonder what the platinum, uh, that platinum ratio, but the, like, I'm sure you get a trophy for, like, beating the game, yeah. right? <laughs> so yeah. I wonder what the percentage of that is right now. I would guess maybe it's, like, at 30 or something. Yeah, because, I mean, or, I still haven't... I mean, I beat the game, and I did a, I did an 80-hour playthrough, but I still don't have the platinum yet, so I'm kind of... You know, take yeah, I'm just curious for like people out there, not for the platinum, but like uh, for a percentage that, of folks that beaten the oh. game. Yeah, um, yeah. I wonder where that's at. It's maybe I mean, like a twenties or. I mean, the core story. I think I think they said if you just do the story missions, it's probably like ten hours. If you just do the story missions, Dang. 10, 20 hours maybe. Um, but you know, if you're just playing the story missions, then you're missing the point of Dragon Age. You're just doing the story missions. Yeah. Um, you know, it's about the expansive world and doing all these other missions and exploring and doing all that. And, you know, that's going to get you the 80-hour mark. I don't know. That game came out in November. I think it, I think what, we're already in March. I think it's almost time to start talking about DLC at this point. Yeah. But, I mean, we'll see. Because, I don't know, we don't know what their plans are. If they're going to be, like, just smaller DLC packs or, like, big expansions. Because, like, 
that's how Origin, Dragon Age Origins was. They did a few small packs. Then they did the big expansion where it was like a $34 disc you go buy and install to your hard drive. And then with Dragon Age 2, they were going to do that. They did two small packs. And then they were playing a big expansion for Dragon Age 2, but then they canceled it. Oh, so, that probably big expansion ended up being Dragon Age Inquisition. Yeah, they said elements of that. It was that. a different game. It's a totally oh, yeah. Well, they game, said but... elements of that expansion went into Inquisition. Like elements of the gameplay or whatever. Yeah. Kind of like Saints Row. Yeah. So we'll see. They're probably planning something similar, maybe a bigger expansion pack later. But the only problem is if they do do a big expansion pack, it'd be exclusive to Xbox for who knows how long. Because, I mean, we've seen it vary. You know, like Call of Duty and now Evolve, it's a one-month. Which, yeah, it sucks, but it's not too bad. It wasn't like, oh, Grand Theft Auto 4 or... Saint, uh, not Saint, oh god, Fallout, Fallout Three, Fallout Three, um, and Skyrim, and Skyrim was like a year, and then the DLC came out like a year later on PlayStation. Well, then the Skyrim PlayStation had so many issues getting that DLC up for Skyrim. Oh yeah, that was ridiculous. It was, it, it was like, a disaster. Yeah, I remember. God, well, Dongar was the one that was the worst. The other three weren't too bad. They just put them out, but that first one, Dongar, like Bethesda, was just like. Having so like, many issues. With like, it. having issues with that one. And, like, every time somebody asks, like, hey, is Dongar coming to PS3? And that's was just like, I don't know. I don't and, know. Well, they were having so many issues with testing with that. It was a, kind of like a domino effect. They kept saying, like, oh, it, like, if something gets ruined here, it ruins so many other things in the game. And it keeps yeah. getting buggy and buggy. And the game's already buggy as it is. And it's just the fact that for it to be even buggier is just awful. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm I'm pretty sure these DLCs won't be broken, but yeah. <laughs> uh, they'll be fine. It's it's just a matter of waiting. Yeah, actually, I'm just curious on what the time frame is for that Dragon Age DLC. Once it's announced, and then how long the gap is going to be? It could be announced at E3, probably. Mm-hmm. Especially if it is a big like expansion pack, it'll be announced almost like its own game in that sense. I think it may probably make sense for Bioware since, like, this gap of time right here, like, no DLC announcement, that Bioware would probably do a big expansion pack instead of doing little ones. Yeah. Little ones would kind of seem really silly and just spreading them out so much. Again, you're splitting, like, the player base that are even going to play it, even though it's not, like, multiplayer base, but it's it's going to split the amount of players that will play it. So by just having one big one and just one purchase and done, I think more people will play it. Mm-hmm. because I think uh, like DLC attachment rates um, I hope get better especially this generation because once I've been seeing especially with like Sony exclusives even though there aren't many um, that have like add-on content DLC at all have been really poor um, and, and especially also games from Ubisoft um, even though Assassin's Creed Unity is free mm-hmm. I don't know games like Watch Dogs um have really poor attachment rates and DLC. And whether or not we don't know if like people buy them and don't play them, that's another thing. But I don't know. When you look at the trophy list, it definitely tells. I mean, only like 0.1 people like have DLC yeah. um, trophies on, on them. So it's, it's it's really small. But I'm sure EA will probably figure out a way to maybe get that DLC to more people and more people will actually buy it yeah. and play it. Yep. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Well, like I said, like you said, probably E3, we'll see something about the next DLC pack. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. we were talking about, um, like I said, of all those evolved maps come out on Xbox March 31st, the end of the month. And you know what other game comes out at the end of the month? 
Uh, we have MLB, Bloodborne, Borderlands yes. Collection. Yes. Uh, no, you already said it. Bloodborne. Yes, Bloodborne went gold this morning. They announced that it's gold. It's going to ship. It's going to be good. It's going to be released on time. It's gone gold. It's all, it's all good. No less than uh, delays. And we'll probably see some press about this game soon. Yeah, well, it's not. that's the thing. It's gone gold. So the only way it could get delayed now if there's like a freaking shipping error or something and even then the digital release probably would get delayed which was uh, the case with dying light they yeah. had like some issues in other territories about dying light something mm-hmm. about pr- printing copies of the game yeah so the game is gold it's it's, it's going to come out on march 24th uh it hasn't been delayed um so we know for sure that's coming out this year but uh Certain other games not coming out this year. Oh no! What could it be? Something yeah. big? I hope not. Something. It's it's just a, it's just a little game that Sony's got planned had planned for this year. And it kind of it's a Sony game. A Sony game. exclusives. That's not good. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uncharted Four got delayed. It was uh, delayed. Now that they confirmed yesterday that it's going to release in the spring uh, twenty sixteen uh, yeah. window. Who would have thought it? Yeah. But I mean, I don't like that they're using the word delay because technically it never had a release date yeah, anyway. It never even had a release date to begin with. It really just had the window of yeah. 2015. Yeah, the window <laughs> of fall 2015. So, I mean, I don't really look at it as a delay. There was no release date. It was just more like we're but they had the, They did have something set, though, similar to Grand Theft Auto because they did have something in the spring that was going to be released. And then, yeah. oh, now fall. So that is kind of a delay, technically. Yeah, I mean, they were expected to put out this game. It this was year. expected, but they never. I don't know. I don't see. Nope. It, I don't know. I just don't see it as a delay unless they put because out. Because watching those days. like Naughty Dog videos, especially on Uncharted Three, they totally regret like about the date of Uncharted Three. So I'm like sure that they don't want to put a release date on anything from here on out at yeah. all. <laughs> but yeah, like it's done when it's is. done. Yeah, it really is done when it's done. Um, yeah, this is Naughty Dog playing with a different kind of release date here because usually they release their games in the fall or or in the summer. And yeah. um, now it's spring for Uncharted. So we'll see. Because, you know, with all these other games that are keep getting pushed now, um, Homefront, Homefront yeah. now is getting well, really, pushed in 2016. Yeah, well, actually, I didn't even know Homefront was even on track for this year, honestly. Like, I didn't know. Like, I thought... Oh, yeah. Well, because the, the developer went through all that bankruptcy trouble and all that, so I thought the game was kind of just put on hold for a while, but then they confirmed it wasn't development. So, like, I never expected Homefront to come out this year, like, because of all those troubles, you know? So when I saw that a while ago, they got delayed 2016, I was like, okay, I thought it already, I thought it already was. I don't know. I have a, fe- I have a feeling that probably Uncharted 4 is going to come out. It'll probably have its week, but it's still probably going to come out in a month where you're going to get, like, the shoveled stuff that was supposed to come out this year, but get shoveled into next year. Mm. But at the same time, Uncharted 4 will be successful. Yeah, it'll have its it'll have its spot. But at the same time, it'll probably come out in a month that probably things got pushed or just come out finally. <laughs> but Uncharted 4 will still be in the spotlight. I don't oh, think I don't think Sony will re- let anything really release in that week. So, so this is so this is a different kind of release for for Naughty Dog. And, yeah, so. they never really. I I don't recall any other games coming out in the spring. Maybe you could. Maybe you can tell me PS1 or Jack games come out in the spring. I really don't remember no. that. But, um, yeah, this is a different kind of release date. So they need to play with that a bit. We need to see where they put that. So I, I suspect maybe like March or April, um, but I don't know. So, so are you saying that they're going into uncharted territory? They definitely are for that for that kind of business. Yeah. 
Um, mm. But Sony still has uh, a couple other exclusives still this year. I mean, we have Until Dawn, which I'm super excited for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though that'll probably get delayed too, but yeah. definitely not into 2016. Now, now, that, no. that, now that game's definitely come out this year. Because right now it's pegged for summer, which, you know, like we said, everything gets delayed. So I'm predicting because, that... I mean, yeah. Uh, we're, <laughs> Uncharted 4 is a good delay because for that, you, you, you know that nothing's really wrong with it. But if you have a, until dawn or something that gets delayed into 2016 for some odd reason, you would know that something's wrong. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be <laughs> definitely. Kind of... Like behind because of stuff like that, or if that would ever happen, Drive Club was a prime example of that. Oh yeah, something was wrong. So and the order to an extent, um, but um, even though the order did end up being polished, mm-hmm. but. I don't know. Well, well. <laughs> yeah, my prediction is that you know they'll announce if, until dawn for like either a July or August release date, and then it'll I get guess. delayed till October. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and it'll come out on October thirteenth because that's a Tuesday, yeah. and that's my birthday, and it's a type of Halloween. <laughs> yeah, so it, 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 that's kind of a that's kind of a good prediction there. You know, plus I mean, Sony wants probably something in the fall now. I mean, you know. I mean, they really just have third parties. I mean, I mean yeah, the next parties, Assassin's probably, Creed, next yeah. Assassin's Creed will probably come out. Mm-hmm. But Sony needs at least one exclusive out in the fall. Um, at least one. I mean, because I mean, even like if even if Until Dawn doesn't get delayed, that's still the summer when that comes out. And I mean, Tearaway is exclusive too, but is that even getting a retail release or the digital only game? It's getting a retail release. For getting sure. a retail release. Okay, yeah, I wasn't sure. Apparent. But even so, mm-hmm. I think I think on I think on Tearaway's coming soon. They said like it'd probably be out over the summer. I think they said. Or yeah, that, the that game better not get pushed. There's really no excuse for that game because that game came out a while ago, and it's not a full on rehash of the Vita game, but it's it's pretty close. And it, yeah, there's really no excuse for that game not to come out this year. That would be really silly. They got pushed yeah. in 2016. That'd be awful. No, but like yeah, that's what I was saying. Like yeah. I read somewhere like the game is on track. Like it'll come out even before the fall. What they're saying. That's good. Uh, like summer or like maybe around the month that Metal Gear Solid Five comes out. I don't know. Yeah, but um, yeah. Plus, I mean, we still have E three coming up, and there Sony can announce something for the fall. More exclusives. More exclusives for the fall. Like, like, oh yeah, finally going to pull that pull that rabbit out of the hat and say, here's the last Guardian. Really, yeah, that'd be a really quick. Well, not last Guardian. That's wishful thinking. But like something else that whatever that is, then that has a really short preview cycle. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. But that's yeah, what I'm saying. Like, true. whatever they announced has to be something they can go through a short preview cycle. Like, you know, if it was The Last Guardian, like, yeah, we, we really don't want to talk about it anymore. We want this thing out. You know, like, if they announced it, they wouldn't want another, you know, preview Long cycle. Pre- preview cycle. Like, if they announced yeah. Last Guardian at E3 this year, it would have to come out in the fall. Because they really don't want to sit on it for another year of just, you know, sitting on it like what happened last time. Like, if they announced that game, it's coming out within you know, a couple of months of them announcing it. I would have to see, because I would maybe say that maybe whatever Gorilla's next game is, but that probably won't get no. announced at E3. Uh, no, if, if that got, an, well, I mean, yeah, if it got announced though, it wouldn't come out in the fall. Like something, like if it's coming from one of the big developers and it's a new IP, then they're going to probably want, to, they're probably going to want a long preview cycle, like just so they can get it out there. Like what this is and kind of like talk about it, you know? But something like The Last Guardian, we've known about it for so long that, you know, it's one of those things where if it did get announced, they wouldn't want that long preview cycle. So they don't want there to be any more delays, any more, 
you know, kind of potential negative press towards it. They want to announce it and get that thing out, out the door. You know, so that's probably why it's taking so long to announce the game because they basically don't want to announce until it's done or ready to go within a couple of months of the announcement. Yeah, I totally agree. So we'll see. I mean, I don't know. Like, even if Last Guardian did get announced and came out in the fall, like, I don't know if it'd be a huge system seller, but it'd be just a big deal that's even coming out. You know, that kind of thing. We'll have to see. I mean, the PS4 sells pretty well every month, but if it were to come out maybe November yeah, or but, October. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it would still be a big, big deal when it releases, but I don't know if it's going to be that big, crowd pleasing, like, this Christmas, better get the PS4 so you can play Last Guardian from the people who made Shadow the Colossus over seven years ago. And it's like, okay. Where on Microsoft they can be like, hey, we got the sequel to that Tomb Raider you like. And Halo. And Halo 5. Freaking Halo 5. What does PlayStation really have? Nothing. Well, we got Until Dawn if you're still playing uh, it. Even though it came out in the summer. And we have Black Guardian. Uh, I mean, those are great, but that's not it's not screaming system seller, unfortunately. Yeah. Uncharted it, does. Games like that do. And I... Uh, yeah, I mean, it just comes, like, yeah, I mean, it kind of just comes down to these third parties, like a lot of these yes. big ones. So you got Call, at least you got, you have the games that come out like Clockwork, like Call of Duty, Assassin's Creed in the fall. Yeah. Um, you have Rock Band 4 coming out this yes. year. That's probably going to sell good on PlayStation especially. Yeah, but, um, but one thing that I read the other day that I kind of saw, like, that kind of brought up the point, I think, I don't know, like, one thing that's going to make Rock Band 4, like, I mean, cause we, I mean, we kind of think that it'll be promoted as a PlayStation game, you know? We'll have to like, see. We, we'll I mean, see. I really want equality we'll for both systems on yeah. this, but, um, but we don't we don't know that. Yeah, I mean, because... we don't know that. We just, we, that was just us predicting, I don't know, so, I don't know, we, I think we talked about that off record, but um, we well, kind of talked about Harmonics it. Harmonix is, um, well, they've already dabbled in the next generation already. They already put out two games. They already put out... Um, Fantasia music evolved, and then um, uh, a free to play version, I believe, of uh, Dance Central. So yeah. that's with Xbox, but, and with Sony, um, they're putting on Amplitude, which Sony helped a lot with, and then the crowdfunding. But yeah. we don't really know where what relationships they have tied in with Rockman Four with what system. Yeah, I think mean, um, it's more just a curious thing, like if it's going to be promoted as a PlayStation game or what, because the other Rockman games were kind of promoted as Xbox games, Xbox. and they had some and type they of Rockman Network. Yeah, some type of exclusive stuff like Rockman Network is exclusive to Xbox for a while. A lot of the songs um, are. Yeah, the, the Rockman Network exclusive to Xbox for a while. You know, they had the exclusive keyboard bundle when Rockman Three came out. They had the exclusive early two month release of Rockman Two. So it's kind of one of those things where like it had ties to to Microsoft and Xbox. And another thing is, you know, they announced too that like your DLC only transfers from console to console. So like from PS3 to PS4, Xbox 360 to Xbox One. So, like, I was seeing the comments of that article. Like, people were saying, hey, I might just buy an Xbox One to play Rock Band 4 because I don't want to lose all my songs. Yeah, that makes you know? sense. Because like, Rock Band was a huge thing on Xbox, and a lot of people owned it on Xbox, and a lot of people don't want to lose all that DLC. Oh, that's so. a good point. Yeah, actually, well, I don't know. but That doesn't mean, because since Harmonix is really going, well, they are independent now. They're not with EA. Because um, yeah. I believe, yeah, Rock Band 3 was still with EA, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Rock Band 3 is still EA, but Rock Band 4 won't. So, yeah, that's true. Actually, maybe well, Rock Band 4. At the end of the day, maybe Rock Band 4 will actually sell more copies on Xbox One. At the end of the day, probably. I won't just, be surprised. Yeah, just for that, just for that DLC. Mm, for that, for, yeah, for that incentive right there. Yeah. yeah, that's actually true. 
That's a good point. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, there probably won't be anything with exclusives, but probably just that point right there, probably more people will probably buy on Xbox. But yeah. who knows what were the... And plus all the commercials, remember, especially Rock Band 2, um, ACDC commercials, those were all with Xbox, like, oh, buy it on Xbox 360. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, that might maybe be where it is, but that's fine. Um, that's where people bought it, and that's fine. Then you don't want to go on PlayStation and buy, buy hundreds of dollars worth of songs again. That's like the equivalent of buying another system. So, yeah. um, unfortunately, that's where it's going to have to tie, and that's fine. Yeah. But, as long as there's uh, no exclusive songs or anything that's exclusive, yeah, just have both of the platforms yeah. equal. Yeah, I don't have want that. Equal I don't want exclusive features and all that crap. It's yeah, none of that. the game and the songs. Mm-hmm. Music's, for every, music's for everyone. Music should be, mm-hmm. should be exclusive. You know, yeah, but we'll see. But, um, oh, going back since I mentioned Tomb Raider, there's something, there's something I wanted to tell you about Tomb Raider. I found weird, um, uh, about the new one, yeah, yeah about the new one. Because, like, I was reading the Game Informer this past month, they're talking about the game, yeah, and like, I was reading it, and like, they show, oh, Laura, she is like emotionally scarred from the events of the first game, and like, her and, and her friends are emotionally scarred from the first game, um. And like really, this, I mean, like okay, the first game, I mean, it, it was serious, right? Yeah, and, and some stuff did happen to Laura that was pretty traumatizing, but mostly scarred. I mean, that's like saying like the end of yeah. the first Uncharted, Drake was mostly scarred from the first game. <laughs> yeah, and he I, fought. He fought zombies. Spoilers. And Laura, <laughs> got, and Laura got out of that last battle pretty easy, I must say. So like, yeah. I mean, I guess so. Like, she's definitely a changed woman. That's for sure. But I don't, I don't know if I really feel any of like the level of like. I hate to use maybe a Hunger Games comparison here, but like of something like what Katniss would do of the first Hunger Games. Like that's more acceptable than like that. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean, well, you have. And, there's always Laura has her progression and her character arc, so that makes sense. But it wasn't anything too bad. I mean, yes, like her mentor died, right? Whoever her, his name was, Roth. Yeah. And some friends died along the way. So, you know, but, that's something, too. Maybe she yeah. has, like, flashbacks in the game that she wakes up from, and she's like, ugh. Yeah. But, like, one of, well, the, but the, well, the point I was trying to make was, though, too, and said, and her friends, and they showed a picture of, uh, I don't know, that big, like, what, Hawaiian guy or whatever? Like, is that, like, her friend? Wow, they still have, like, the side characters yeah, in the first like, game? Okay, well, I mean, at least they grow them a little bit, but they weren't the best. I don't but, know why they bring them back. But no, the funny thing is, he's in Rise of the Tomb Raider, I guess, but I guess that means that, oh, that Tomb Raider comic book's not canon, because I read the Tomb Raider Oh, com- really? Because, yeah, because I read the Tomb Raider comic that's supposed to take place after the first game. And, and that like, came with Definitive Edition. Yeah, I read some of them. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Then what's the point? Yeah, exactly, because if you read that first comic, that dude kills himself in, like, the first issue. What? Yeah. He kills himself? Wait, well, I don't remember if he killed himself, but he does die in the first issue. And when did those take place again? I forgot. I don't know. They're supposed to take place like, right after the first game. That's weird. And they're already ignoring the continuity of comics. Like, ah, that was whatever. Mm, I'm get, oh, okay, I'm getting a little worried about this game story-wise a little bit. I, I, I don't know. This doesn't sound right. It's not sounding right to me. I mean, maybe I need to read it, but this—the this oh. progression of story here, the, like Uncharted, is, is one thing because it doesn't have to worry about any of that kind of stuff like that because you know it's just—it's it, kind of serialized. It's just like another adventure kind of deal, you know. But 
like Uncharted 4, you're not going to really worry about like, oh my god, what really happened in Uncharted 3? I mean, yeah, you got some uh, exposition about Drake's character, of, like who he really is, but like, there isn't anything in that game like, oh my god, yeah. Drake's like coming back from this. Yeah, he's coming back to adventure hunting, but like, he isn't like traumatized from what happened in the first game, from the last game. Yeah. But this but, is, this is, I mean, I, it's different, right? It's not Uncharted, that's fine, but okay, so, I, I don't know. This isn't sounding right. So, so yeah, so we're going to have to guess either one of two things. Either one, that guy's a ghost the whole game, which would be, which would be ridiculous. Illusion. Yeah, he's just an illusion. Or two, the entire game is just one big nightmare sequence. Like, that's the mm-hmm. twist. Because like yeah, the first, because oh. the first announcement show they show her like in therapy or whatever. So like, so this entire game is just her like in a nightmare sequence, like in therapy. Talking. Oh no, maybe it's maybe it's just like one made up story, just kind of like how Tony in the end of Iron Man Three is talking oh, about yeah. Bruce Banner, and he's like, he's not even listening. He was like, what? What, what again? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like what? that's what people thought about that movie. But um, oh yeah, so like so like if that's the structure of the game, where like it opens with a therapy session, and then she's talking about the game, talking about the main story, and you jump in between the therapy session and the main game. So like, oh, when you do the main game, it's an adventure story, but when you go to the therapy session, it's like heavy rain or something. You pick your dialogue, you walk up, you do, you do the, uh, the the quick action sequence or whatever, just to make some coffee. Stir the control. Oh, no, I was also kind of maybe thinking of the progression, like the Grand Theft Auto Five story mode, where like as you play through the story, you also go to your therapy sessions as well. So like as Laura's maybe go globe trotting all this stuff, it's like oh, it's time for another therapy session again. <laughs> yeah, talk about your actions in the game and what you did. <laughs> but you did. I don't know. There's a lot of things I want in this Tomb Raider sequel a lot. I would also like to see the gameplay more open ended. I want more complicated tombs. Um, stuff like that. Um, the graphical advancements will definitely be there as well. Mm-hmm. That's for that's definitely a uh, a sure thing. Um, de- definitely more um, focus on the cinematic presentation as well. Um, I don't know. I I just also don't want this game to be Uncharted. That's a separate thing. Yeah. I really. I mean, despite just like similar gameplay elements, I really don't see the similarities between the two games. They're pretty darn different. Yeah. So I don't want this game to be whatever Uncharted 4 is going to be next year. So I don't know. We'll see. I want a little bit more story details. This, from what I hear so far, it's a little worrisome. It doesn't It doesn't sound all that good, to be honest. Well, um, it, we'll have it, to see. At least you'll have it. a pretty good idea of what the game is before you even get it on PS4, because it's going to be... Uh, oh my gosh, I won't be surprised if I see like a YouTube thing or whatever later on, but... I, that won't really upset me too much. But yeah, we're, that game's going to come out. It's going to get its time. Like when it comes, and then a tar four is going to come out, and it's going to probably stop it. <laughs> we'll see. You know, yeah, it's going to come out. Yeah, it's because it's mm-hmm. time exclusive. It will come to PS4 just later. We'll see. Yeah, probably much later. But we'll see. But since I got to talk about comics, segue we segue me into this next news thing I wrote down. Um, got tongue tied for a second. So this is kind of interesting little thing I saw a while ago. I, I thought it was cool to bring up. Um, so. The game director of Bayonetta 2 did an interview, and uh, somebody asked, like, what property or character would you like to adapt into a game? And uh, he said, um, he said Spider-Gwen. He would love to make a Spider-Gwen game. <laughs> okay. And, um, and yeah, this is, yeah, from the game director of Bayonetta 2. And, like, yeah, because Spider-Gwen's a recent thing yes. in the comics. You know, and it's getting well-received. Yeah. Because she's like an alternate timeline where it's Gwen Stacy who got bit by the spider, so she developed spider mm-hmm. powers and became spider spider spider, spider woman. Yeah. Well, no, it's the that's the thing. The comics called Spider Gwen, but in the comics she's called Spider Woman. It's not like the bad guys call her Spider Gwen, 
what are you doing here? You know, and it's well, like, oh, because I would reveal her, her identity. identity. Like, I wonder who Spider Gwen is. <laughs> Just look at the phone book for everybody named Gwen. Oh, I'm a, well, New York City, that must be a lot. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> you won't be able to... Yeah, it'd be uh, like the Sarah Connors situation. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, more than one... If there was multiple Sarah Connors, there's probably a bunch of people with the Gwen first name in New York. Oh. So. But uh, I don't know if this is cool. I mean, like I, I've said a lot off the, on it off the record, Marvel's really lacking in their video game department right now, so this would be great. I mean, it doesn't tie yeah. into anything in the MCU, so it doesn't really matter in that sense. But, I mean, I at least want, like, a Marvel property game to yeah. come out because it's been lacking in these past few years. I mean, granted, we have the great um, Lego games from Traveler's Tale. Yes, so That's good. fine. That's well and dandy, but... Those are different, and yeah. I want, I want, I want my. I don't want to say legit because those games are legit too. But I want my. I really do want my legit like Marvel game. Yeah. DC has DC has there the Batman. We don't have anything of Marvel. We have just kids games at this moment and free to play um, PC games. I don't want that. I want a legit game from a legit developer that's willing. Yeah. To take properties from the Marvel universe, whether it be from the cinematic universe or the comic universe, and just make a good game about it. Mm-hmm. And I guess the developer of Bayonetta is just the right one to do it. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll, I mean, we'll see. It's just one of those things where, like, yeah, I agree with you. We do kind of need to see more Marvel games soon because, I mean, I mean, we did, like I said, we got Lego, we got Lego Marvel Heroes, which was awesome. Those, that was easily, those are fine. That was the best Lego game ever. And now, and then, we're, and then we're getting a new one. We're getting Lego Marvel Avengers this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see how that Which turns fine out. as well, but, but I want yeah, my want we want it, we want game. I want to say those are for everybody, but that's maybe for an audience that is looking for maybe a more kid friendly game. We're looking for. I'm not really saying it has to be an M-rated game like Arkham Knight, but just something a little more mature. Yeah, um, so yeah. I think for. it's just a matter of you know because obviously because we cause, you know Disney owns the Marvel property, and I think it's just one of those things where like. They know that this, you know, they can make a you know crap ton of games out of the Marvel properties they own. Um, but I think whether or not those are going to be good, we don't well, want like crappy ones. Well, no, after crappy but, ones. no, but I think what it is though, they're trying to find a proper developer to take on that license because I mean the same thing happened. That will actually make it good. Yeah, because I mean the same thing happened with uh, you know with Star Wars when they acquired when Disney acquired Star Wars, they shut down um, Lucas Arts, and it was just like, oh well, now what? So then they just did a partnership with EA. So now EA is going to develop and publish the uh, Star Wars games for Disney. It was whatever. strange because Star Wars had a different, um, unique situation because it had a whole developer behind it, LucasArts, yeah, and Development House, which shut down. Yeah, but, where Marvel, but was, where Marvel was spread around, it was Activision, EA, Sega, Sega. Oh wait, was it? Yeah, I think yeah. EA had some. Oh. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Say, yeah, because Sega did the movie games. Yeah, ugh. Activision did the Spider-Man games and the Deadpool oh, that's game. Right. But so you could definitely write off those two publishers off already because they're probably not going to make games for them anymore. Um, but I don't know. I mean, really, the one I see is Ubisoft. But oh no, not right now. No, I really don't know. Yeah, and THQ was developing the Avengers game before that went under. That's right. Mm-hmm. So I really don't know at the moment, unfortunately. Maybe that's why Marvel doesn't really know. And on top of that, we don't know either. <laughs> yeah, I think Disney is in a position right now where it's like we got the movies going, we got Star Wars going, and we got Star Wars games stuff right now. Like they are planning Marvel games. I think they're just kind of waiting for the right time and kind of 
you know, they know they have a standard to meet now with Batman because Batman's kind of like mm, the standard, basically, right? the, you know, the, it's the, more than the gold standard for a yeah. superhero game. Yeah, like Batman's at such a high bar right now that's like, hmm, you know, they <laughs> really, DC? they really got like, yeah, like Marvel's really got to plan it out. Like, what do we do? Do we kind of do something similar with one character? Do we do like a new Marvel Alliance type, style type thing? Do we, you know, I like, oh, like um, why, like other than like you know some recent successes with like, well, not really recent, it's old, but like when Marvel Ultimate Alliance and then like X Men Origins Wolverine, why can't we have like a good like Marvel game? Like, that's on the level of, like, Batman Arkham. And well, that I is mean, true. Like, the possibility is, like, focus on one... Do you have to focus on one character? Or do you, like... I don't know what you do. Yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, the Marvel Universe is so diverse. So characters, You know, you can make different type of games. Like, obviously, when they make Spider-Man games, which Spider-Man games have been typically been good. Yeah, I mean, like, on PS2. Yeah, back on PS2, <laughs> when you had, like, Spider-Man 1, 2, 3, and uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. So many people forget about Ultimate Spider-Man. Like everybody keeps saying, "Oh, yeah, Spider-Man fair. 2." Yeah, everybody keeps saying, "Oh, mm-hmm. Spider-Man 2 was the best Spider-Man game ever." I'm like, "What about Ultimate Spider-Man? Ultimate Spider-Man yeah, was pretty damn one. awesome." <laughs> yeah, the one from Cherk. That was really good. Yeah, people forget about that game. And I mean, those are good. And then X-Men Origins Wolverine the game was really good, you know, with its M rating cuz it was kind of the first kind of I mean, the Punisher game was rated M too. Like they had a Punisher game back on PS2. A Punisher not... game. See, like you well, can have no. like, a Punisher like first-person shooter that could be well, really possibly uh, good. Well, that's possibly good. That's possibly new. good because yeah, because there was already two Punisher games previously. There was one back on PS2 that was kind of a loose, kind of adapt adaptation of the um, the movie at the time, and that one actually has a fan base like that really liked that game. I mean, it was rated M, but it had to be because it's a Punisher. And then Sony put out that terrible arena shooter thing, Punisher No Mercy, that no one you know cared about. Yeah. Um. But that's something that had to be rated M. Like something like Wolverine, that didn't have to be rated M. So that was already cool when they did put that out and said, oh, this is rated M. Um, yeah. And now we're seeing that with Batman, where it's like no one really thought they would you know, release an M rated Batman game, and now we're getting one. Um, so, you know, like I said, I think it's just they have a lot on their plate, and they're just trying to figure out, okay, what's the best way to put it out there? Which developer do we work with? How do we want to develop it? Like, do we want to do a new Spider-Man game because we know a new, a new Spider-Man movie is coming. So obviously maybe we want to do a new Spider-Man game. <laughs> there's always a Spider-Man game, um, whether it be on mobile or even on console. There's yeah. always a Spider-Man game. Yeah. So do we want to do a new Spider-Man game? Do we want to do an Avengers game? Do we want to do, you know, it's just an Avengers game style, get like open world Avengers game. You just switch oh, between just, characters. Oh no, just would. make it. No, just make it like, just make it exactly like Dragon Age or uh, not Dragon Age, Dragon Age Inquisition. Where you have a party and you go out like like yeah because in Dragon Age Origin uh, oh god keep saying but you're basically Dra- asking wait. for Marvel Ultimate Alliance three yeah I wouldn't mind that but basically make it like Dragon Age Inquisition because in Inquisition you have the main castle where you can explore it and talk to people and go and acquire side <laughs> missions so instead of having a castle it's Stark Tower you walk around Stark Tower as your character you talk to people say like, hey what's, you want to go on a mission with me and like yeah sure and then you leave the tower and you make your party. You can go around the world or the city and do other missions and make it like, you know, do side quests, do story missions, do this and that. So it'd be, you know, I mean, yeah, it'd be kind of a knockoff of, of Inquisition, but hey, it's Marvel. It's a Marvel version of Dragon Age. <laughs> great. Maybe Bioware, but I don't, oh, yeah. want, I don't want a Marvel RPG. Why? I don't know. It's for that kind of genre. I, I want an action game. I want like something that's. I mean, yes, an RPG would be, like, really story-driven and cool, but I don't want to, like, choose my conversations and all that stuff in a Marvel game. 
I mean, Marvel's Alliance already had that, where like you could pick what yeah, you want to say, pick, pick your team, and they had RPG elements where you can level up your characters and upgrade their stats and stuff. I just would like to see that, you know, work upon <laughs> and maybe bring it up to a Dragon Age level. You or know? basically just have a reboot of Marvel Ultimate Alliance and just basically have it called Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, they can make it Marvel Alliance 3 or they can just call it Marvel Alliance and just make it all and based off of Dragon Age, you know, a Dragon Age structure. The, basically, what you what developing was Bioware to take over the license. Oh, yeah, they already have the license to Star Wars. Yeah, so that's what that's what I'm thinking. They're not they're not going to have time do to do it. But I mean, yeah, I would love for Bioware to make a Marvel game. They could just like Dragon Age but Marvel. Um, I mean, that's what I would like to see. I mean, you want Activision's out of the picture, yeah. and you don't have Sega. And, you know, it's just Ubisoft and really EA. Yeah. You want more? You want more like an action game? You want like yeah? I want more like an action game, like Batman: Arkham Knight, or like one open world game. Yeah, but yeah, what you tell is an open world game too. It sounds like, but like I want like a full on open world. Yeah, but I mean, they probably don't want to make something too similar to Arkham, (laughs) Arkham Knight, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, of course it'll have like its all Marvel twist, but I'm full. I don't know. Like (laughs) the past, like. Spider-Man games are trying to imitate like the combat system of like the Arkham games and everything. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, that's Activision. It's like a different developer, but I'm sure whatever developer gets their hands on Marvel will probably do it better and right. But I'm pretty sure I'll probably be at least inspired by Batman Arkham. You just want it, you just want it to be like a Daredevil game and just be just like oh, Arkham Knight. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, like a basically you can basically have like an Arkham like like shell of the game and just put daredevil in it yeah but great i don't know like how his mobility really work i mean he could go like parkour and stuff right that's how he's yeah. really good at but i don't know he's not on the level like batman i mean he doesn't have like a yeah but mobile can, or anything <laughs> yeah but he can totally do that sonar sensor thing just like batman the detective mode oh yeah and then like the way the combat can work is just gonna be just like shadow of mordor or like batman arkham and you just block and all that stuff yeah. it's pretty easy well but, We'll see. Yeah. Well, I mean, if this guy does it, if the if, like the Bayonetta developers get it, like you you'll get an action game out of it. Yeah, of yeah that's for sure. You'll get something quite out there. And Spider Gwen's already quite out there already, so like it's kind of the perfect match. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, although I mean, I mean, Platinum Games, yeah, m- for the most part, all they've done has been pretty good. But I mean, you gotta remember they did put out that Legend Core game, which is based off of a uh, you know a pre-established property, and it didn't get good reviews. Mm-hmm. It's the same deal that I always say with developers or publishers that put out like games really close to each other. You know, just one's going to be good and one's really not going to be good. And yeah. you know, this is probably a casualty in that. <laughs> so maybe yeah. they'll actually really respect the property and actually do something well with it. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, that'd be yeah, that'd be crazy if these guys end up do making a Spider Gwen game. I guess just yeah. go, go random, but I would check Different. it out. I'd check it out. Spider Gwen go all crazy nuts, going really fast, doing combos and stuff. Yeah. Well, I don't know what our combat abilities really are, but I'm sure they're probably on par with at least Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, they'll figure it out. But, anyway, we're approaching the end almost, but we have time to talk about one more thing before we go. Well, we have one more thing. One more thing we can talk about real quick. Um, so, Sony put out something this week that wasn't a game, or PlayStation put out something this week that wasn't a game, and still of interest. Uh, Sony premiered Powers this week, this past Tuesday on, yeah, this past Tuesday on the 10th. Uh, we have our first three episodes. First three episodes, yes. If you, yeah, first episode is free for everyone, and the first three are available to everyone who has Plus, which you should have. 
Which um, it, we should also kind of maybe speak this out for the people that are unfortunately not in North America because North America is awesome. But um, <laughs> there is, uh, I'm getting a lot of complaints I see on comments that people are not able to access it because they live in a different country. So, yeah, there are some issues there, unfortunately. It seems like it's region locked. Yeah. Which is pretty odd considering basically every single Sony game is not region locked. So, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, it's not even just North America. It's just America. Like, Canada doesn't even have it yet. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, but folks out there, you at least get to watch the first episode on YouTube. That's at least a thing. I'm pretty sure that's not region locked, really. You- YouTube's yeah. pretty far between in terms of the region locking. Um, it's not on Netflix or anything like that, so you won't have to worry about that. But, yeah, unfortunately, this is only available in North America. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, yeah, but anyway, back to the show itself, though. This is Sony or PlayStation's. I don't want to say Sony because I mean Sony makes shows all the time, but this is PlayStation's first original PlayStation. like, series, uh, yeah. yeah, PlayStation original series. Uh, their first scripted series, would you say? Oh There's yeah, the yeah, yeah. I forgot. About, I keep forgetting about the tester, but yeah, this is their first scripted series. First scripted series. Um, really dabbling that original media thing um, mm, that everybody seems to be doing. Oh yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, this show went through development hell. I mean. FX passed on it twice. They did two different pilots with two different directors and writers and everything, and they, pa- they passed on it twice. And then finally Sony got it, and they said, well, we'll, we'll do it, and we'll do it as a PlayStation uh, mm-hmm. series. So, Out of their whole thing at E3. Yeah. I'm sure people did it enjoy, but... <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but it's finally here, and uh, I, I watched the first three episodes. I don't know how many, how many you watched. Oh, I, I I still have only well yeah I've only watched the first two episodes first still two. okay yeah first two but um basically the first three episodes though I still I still I really like the show it's pretty solid so far yeah. I mean in terms of how uh you know first originals go mm-hmm. um it's a pretty solid offering I mean it could have been uh, much worse yeah um and granted neither one of us read the comics so we're not like basing off the source material like like mm-hmm. we're comparing it to the source material. Yeah, and the source material is also very important because, you know, it's an inspiration for The Incredibles. Mm-hmm. and Well, also Watchmen is. And uh, for The Incredibles, definitely yeah. to yeah. almost a T. You would think yeah. that's a whole other deal. It's a, it's a T. But, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's very important. You know, Powers is out. Uh, first was publicized in the first early 2000s and it's still mm-hmm. going on to this day. And, um, yeah, it's definitely intriguing. I really like the premise so far. and I like yeah. the cast. They do a good job. Um, my only real gripe with it so far is just, you know, kind of maybe just maybe lacks a visual style that other superhero oh, yeah. TV shows have, like on CW and mm-hmm. even Fox with Gotham, even though that's not, doesn't have Batman, but it at least has its own, it has yeah. at least a style to its own that's different from CW in from Flash and Arrow and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, I mean, I would have at least liked to have seen maybe a different kind of visual style to Powers, aside from just having a very clean and somewhat sterile look to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's too, because, like, the, like the budget's kind of low on this show. Cause, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, basically... Like, we almost want to consider this a web series. Yeah, I mean, I mean, to an extent, it is. I mean, it's yeah. a PlayStation Network. It's a web thing. So, it doesn't have, like, heavy advertising outside of PlayStation Network and online. So, to an extent, it is a web series. Yeah, it's not really. I mean, yeah, it's for television. Yeah, you watch it on your TV. But <laughs> to me, yeah. it's really it, it. It spells to me web series. I mean, go look at like the Mortal Kombat like web series thing or something like that. Yeah. That's kind of like really a web series. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. 
And, um, yeah, and I mean, yeah, like I said, just a lower budget, I think, is kind of, you know, like I said, books, you know, like I said, it doesn't have really a style. It looks like it kind of... Yeah, unfortunately, which like, kind of bothers me a bit. It doesn't... It, uh, that might be a turnoff to some. It might not really have a hook to it, which, which yeah. is kind of unfortunate. But I mean, once you get past that, like, yeah, because when you first start, like, those first five minutes, you're like, what? Because, like, cause, like, yeah, it looks kind of cheap because of the, like I said, there's no style or filter to it, and then you see people yeah, flying around a, the weird yeah. CG. It, it, like, looks really clean, a little too clean, yeah. I'm like, uh... So it, I'm like, yeah, it, it really is off-putting when you first watch it, but once you get past that, though, it is a good show. Like, I like it. I'm yeah, interested. it's I'm interested. solid. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested in the show, the characters, the premise. I want to see where it goes. I'm going to watch this each week. Um, mm-hmm. Get to see that guy from District 9 uses his American accent. Or yeah, to but I, he, he doesn't need to jump at it. Not perfect like some other actors. Uh, Keira Knightley comes to mind, but I mean, he does, he does all right job with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, already but, qu- it's already quotable. Qu- <laughs> yeah, there he is kind of with the, my fucking powers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so corny and ham-fisted. Have, have I mean, it, it's a, it's in a good way, I mean, even like shows like uh, that are on the CW, Arrow, Flash, kind of have their ham-fisted lines. They're pretty uh, cheesy and corny, so that's fine to its own. So uh-huh. I can't, I can't really fault it that way. I mean, it's a superhero show for Christ's sake. Even though there aren't uh, what you have maybe said on or off the record that there aren't many powers to be displayed on here yeah. at all, huh? due yeah. to budgetary constraints, really. Mm-hmm. Um, like of someone that, um, I mean. There's also that part where, like, you know, powers out there that are heavily, heavily regulated by the police. And, mm-hmm. you know, oh, this guy can only levitate three feet. Or, oh, this guy can only heat up a little bit. But, you know, they can only have their powers regulated. And actually kind of a more realistic take that maybe these guys don't have, like, extreme powers like the conduits do in the infamous series because if they did the world would basically be hell like <laughs> like yeah. uh like empire city or somewhere else because it's kind of good that they don't have these extreme powers yeah. that's why it's really apparent like when you watch the show that oh um Charlotte copley's character was a big deal because he had like the better powers and like his friend had like the better powers like they they were like a big deal because they had powers that actually like mattered and actually like changed the world as opposed to just levitating three feet. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And I also note like every time the show says powers every single time, uh, I'm just like, Oh my God. So it says it yeah. every sentence. Yeah. So you say most of the people have like, most people in the show have like make powers. Like on family guy. It's like, oh yeah. What's your yeah. power make? Like, Oh, you can grow your nails long. Well, I guess that's cool. <laughs> I guess it's, yeah, it's like kind of like that deal, like you see someone not having a cool science project, but like it really doesn't do much. <laughs> that's what it's basically like. Yeah. But it's off to the solid start so far. Mm-hmm. We'll see where it goes. Um, definitely successful so far. That's one thing of note. Also, a lot of my friends have checked it out, so they have at least given it a chance. Yes. All three episodes, by the way, not yeah. just the first, all three, which is quite a bit because each one's 50 minutes, mm-hmm. so... Grand total, you have 150 minutes right there, so it's pretty long. Um, some people are giving it a chance, at least. They're not brushing it off. That maybe some people were when the announcement came at E3. Yeah. So we'll see where it goes. Yeah, Definitely I, excited. Yeah, because I want this to be successful, so that way maybe we can see more of it, get a bigger budget, and, you know, obviously Ooh. more. And then obviously, you know, see more series, you know, more shows added to That could be possibly based off PlayStation brands, maybe. Yes. 
or other comics or television or better yet original right or original something original yeah. programming. like i say maybe an original drama yeah, uh, com- romantic comedy i don't know i don't know I, I, I don't uh, know i still feel like i mean yeah netflix i mean yeah netflix has a different variety of shows but that's because netflix yeah, is a movie provider playstation is gaming i just kind of feel like it needs to kind of still fit in a certain genre i think I think they can't. Okay. Like I can't. See they the, can't replicate Netflix right now. Yeah, I well, can't, can't see that. Right. Yeah, I can't really. See, like Powers is at least based on comics and yeah. And superhero Netflix stuff doesn't. Well, Netflix of, doesn't have that yet. Yeah, and, but that works on that. I mean, that fits in kind of like the genre of gaming and stuff. Is Powers and comics and like show play video. Yeah, superhero stuff. Like that kind of fits there. But like if Sony did like. Like something like House of Cards as a place oh, no, original, yeah, yeah. it would no, it would just feel weird. Like out of place, like oh, it's a political drama only on PlayStation. Like it would just feel weird, you know. Yeah. Like I mean, Xbox is like all their stuff they have planned is based off of their properties. Like you know, at least Halo, it's Halo, or you know, Quantum Break, it's Quantum Break. You know, Quantum Break is drama thing. Yeah, like, shut down their yeah. division, but that. you know, it's still based on their properties. Like I just don't see Sony. Or Microsoft, like, if they were still doing their, their program line, like, doing, like, serious dramas that aren't even based off of something they own, you know, because they just feel out of place. Because they're not really in the room to do that yet, like, where Amazon, they have their pilot season, where they yeah, have, like, a because, variety I mean, of pilots, because Sony doesn't have the room to do that right now. Yeah, because, like, if they do an original, like, serious, <clears throat> uh, if they do a serious drama or something, like, they, an audience can get to it, like, on Netflix, like, you know, older people have Netflix because you can access Netflix on any device or Amazon. You can access on any device. So if you do a serious drama that applies to older audiences, they can access that. But like if you did a serious drama, like along the lines of House of Cards or whatever, and it was only on PlayStation, you're, you're alienating some of your audience that would watch that because like, oh, they don't have a PlayStation, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where like, yeah, I really don't see them doing, you know, like a serious drama or you know I, I do maybe see a comedy yeah a comedy but i see maybe a comedy yeah maybe like a comedy a but even even, like a, even if they did a comedy you still have to still be set in the world of gaming or something maybe. like that i mean yeah i would like to maybe see an original comedy that doesn't maybe deal with much of the games but you'll definitely be, you won't have to worry about that though you'll probably still get plenty of sony uh oh um, yeah how should i say uh product placement yeah product placement you won't have to worry about that though. oh yeah I mean, uh, if, if you thought folks out there, Skyfall was bad. Wait till you see this. <laughs> oh, I mean, yes. it's not, it's not, I mean, it's there, but it, it, at that well, point, I mean, because granted that it is PlayStation original series, you, you just grow to accept it. It's, it's well, really I mean, this is not much you could criticize it for. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be like uh, God, like House of Cards, where they incorporate it into the dialogue. <laughs> God. Yeah, I, at least in Howard's, it is somewhat natural. I mean, the kid's playing PlayStation. Playing he's, playing, no, yeah, he's not like, saying, oh, let me get on my PlayStation. PlayStation, PlayStation R4. PlayStation trademark. <laughs> yeah, he's saying it all in full, in full. No, but that's how it was in House of Cards. You have Kevin Spacey's character going, is that a PlayStation Vita? Picks it up on the <laughs> counter and, and looks, so, looks it over like it's freaking the Order 1886 with that thing around his hand. You know? And it's like, oh, God. It's, yeah, that does sound a little. Did Sony have like any funding with that? Yeah, this Sony. Of, oh, yeah, they Sony, did. Okay, yeah, Sony okay. distributes House of Cards like internationally. Oh, really? Yeah, they're like okay. the international distributor of the show. Okay, that's where it comes from. It makes sense. Yeah, because that's yeah. not it. That was just the one where it's in the dialogue. There's other scenes <laughs> where the character is like straight up playing Killzone Three, and you can see him playing Killzone Three, yeah. or like another episode where he's playing like um, God of War Ascension and like you see the PS3 starting up, like you see the little thing come up, you hear the sound <laughs> of the PlayStation starting up and he's going to God of War Ascension. You can hear the music of God of War Ascension when he's starting it up. 
and he's trying to well, go to, and he goes to the multiplayer and it's like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> so that that's moments where it's a bit much yeah but maybe powers yeah it seems at least natural it seems like a little bit i mean yeah it's there but, but it's unre- you can't criticize but, too but bad it's, but it's unrealistic on powers they show you can do like cross video chat you can't do that on ps4 <laughs> i wish i know exactly that's a feature that i want <laughs> well did you see like the lines of code that were on the side there he had like a he had like a homebrew ps4 oh yeah maybe he hacked it maybe he hacked his ps4 yeah, yeah it looked like he hacked it because yeah and plus like he must be a. He must be a. That, okay, we're going to spoil the territory a little bit, but not really that much. But the kid. It also seems like he might have been like a, a future like Naughty Dog dev because like he was <laughs> he was drawing like clicker stuff. So maybe he's going to go out working for Naughty Dog, yeah. or maybe he already works for him. <laughs> why is he going to college? Yeah, I don't understand that. You're like an intern at Naughty Dog. Maybe. But shoot, if he's drawing drugs like that, of the clickers hire him. <laughs> <laughs> Or yeah. maybe he's just copying people because I mean I met several friends of mine that maybe like take inspiration or straight up copy like or like inspiring game developers or mm-hmm. like game artists so maybe he's an aspiring game artist maybe that's all I'm thinking right now but yeah. shoot I mean if he's drawing, drawing that clicker to a T he should he should get hired from somebody <laughs> yeah I, I, all he needs is an original ideas mm-hmm. but. Um, yeah, and then um, I don't know. Maybe there's a prospect of another infamous DLC with a, a different character. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It was sounding like he was like playing with other people, but Infamous Second Son doesn't have multiplayer. I don't. I don't know. I don't think about this crap too hard anymore. Yeah, I mean, basically in the in the, in the episode, he was playing Infamous Second Son, yeah. but like he was playing it as if it was DC Universe Online because it was like, oh, meet yeah. up with these other players. Because then why didn't they just show DC Universe Online? Maybe because of the online tags, or maybe it couldn't work, or maybe they didn't get a deal with the game. I don't know. But maybe just for if a second son more because it's a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. But DC Universe Online is with Sony, and uh, see <laughs> the video chat. That's a whole other thing. That uh. Uh, I mean, it, it happens in other shows too. Like, uh, guy like in work, like in workaholics, they're playing the PlayStation Move, and I'm like. People don't play the PlayStation Move. That's so unrealistic. <laughs> that is unrealistic from the start, but it's whatever. Yeah, but yeah, we're 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 over the hour mark, so we got to wrap this up. Yeah, so. we had to talk about powers a bit. It was yeah. a big deal. I mean, it's, yeah. first, it's PlayStation's first foray into mm-hmm. original content. We can only see where it goes from here. We'll hopefully maybe get some results, viewer results of it at E3, maybe possibly, or on the PlayStation blog post. And maybe, who knows, we could get re- renewed for Season 2, and yes. uh, we'll see some more original shows, possibly. Mm-hmm. As could PS4 continues to sell more units, as it usually does. So if they just yep. get a percentage of those folks that have PS4s, well, that, you, don't have, you don't have to have just a PS4. Just have a PlayStation Plus account. Yeah, because I guess you can watch it through the web yeah. portal. I mean, you can probably watch it on your Vita. Yeah. You have to so, download it, though. Um, but... Yeah. But, um... Yeah, so it's not really that much. It's not really segmenting the market all that much. You don't have to have just a PS4. You can have the millions of folks out there that have PlayStation Plus. So, oh yeah, you, want, you do have those like Sony video whatever TVs. I think you can access it through that too. Possibly, yeah. I think yeah, but like I said, we're at the hour ten minute mark. Time to wrap this up. So, um, yeah. So this is the end of the PSBS the PlayStation Bull Session podcast episode seven. Reaching the end, um, yeah. And uh, if you want to, if you want to message us, uh, ask us questions about anything, gaming related or powers related or whatever. There's multiple ways you can do that. 
you can message me directly on PSN Bye Boys, or you can message my co-host at PSN Double Is. Um, you can also comment directly on the YouTube video. You can message me directly through the YouTube channel. Um, also, you can message or comment or whatever on the Facebook fan page, because we have that. You can search it up on Facebook, the PSBS Podcast, so you can see all of our videos, all our podcasts in one spot, even our extra ones like our Far Cry 4 Let's Play you can check out, or also our Order 1886 of Boxing, that's up, and our Order 1886 special episode that was uploaded this past weekend. You can go check that out, too. Um, so... With that, um, I am Cote PSN uh, Bayou Boys. The co-host here is... Andrew Arenas, double is. Yes. And uh, so have a, week. have a good week, and hopefully we'll see you guys next week. And